1: And on today's Going on News Brief, we're going to talk WWE's issues with finding a home for SummerSlam. I'm going to review last night's Impact Wrestling, and we're going to preview tonight's editions of AEW and NXT. First, apparently Cody has commented on the possibility of signing some noted free agents. Larson, what's in the news?
2: Yeah, so in a recent interview with the ESPN, Cody was asked about, this, about the possibility of signing several noted free agents out there in the world of pro wrestling. Uh, Perhaps the uh, most uh, prominent name amongst those, Rey Mysterio. So he was asked about, Cody was asked about Rey coming to AEW. This is what Cody had to say, quote, To me, the greatest luchador ever of all time, hands down, is Rey Mysterio Jr. And he's got friends here. Jericho and him are friends. Mysterio is not afraid to travel out there either. He's not a one company individual. And I think Rey still has a lot left to give in terms of wrestling. That might be something that someone is currently discussing with him at this point. You never know. He says that it's something that someone else is currently discussing with him. Yeah. Uh okay.
1: Well that's cool.
2: I mean I guess that means someone I would I would assume that means someone else within AEW. Oh, that's a huge assumption to make. (laughs) That might be someone that someone that Well the question is, is he gonna come here to AEW? uh he's got a lot that might be someone something that someone else is currently discussing with him at this point you never know I I interpret I that to mean like Cody's not talking to Ray currently maybe someone within AEW is talk, talking to him
1: <laughs> okay uh yeah uh so Ray's deal with WWE expired uh some time ago apparently he's been locked in a stalemate with the company over New Deal Ray wants a raise yeah. And, uh, and WWE's like, no raise, but we'll push Dominic to the moon. How about that? And he apparently is yeah. like,
2: I want De Niro. Yeah. Um, so, uh, Wait, hold on so yeah. how do you, how do you interpret that sentence about that? That's, that might be someone that might be something that someone else is currently discussing with him at this point.
1: I, I just, as, as, as what it is, someone else that could mean anybody though. Well, yeah. Um, I guess so, within the
2: context of the question asked, I just assume that meant, uh, someone else within AEW might be discussing the possibility of that with him.
1: Uh, well, if they're smart, they'd reach out to him. I mean, I'm sure there are many other people talking to Ray about going to their company. Definitely, I'm Definitely. sure Impact
2: is talking to him. I'm sure Nick's Band um, is talking to him. I'm sure, I'm any, sure yeah. any company that has the ability to sign him is talking to him. Yeah. Or trying yeah. to. Yeah.
1: To yeah. I have no doubt. I mean, he was at all in. I have no doubt that AEW is probably reaching out to him. Uh, so yeah. And if they make an offer that he likes, uh, perhaps Ray and Dominic will be making their way over to All Elite Wrestling. Mm-hmm. Um, so yeah, that that could be an interesting one. Uh, yeah, I mean he's he's definitely in, uh, he's he's one of the few people who I, I definitely think of as a needle mover. Yeah, um, he's a big, big legendary name with seemingly uh, endless uh, an endless gas tank because he still puts on really good, really fun matches. He does. Um, I've really enjoyed. I like Ray Mysterio. Really has made a turnaround for me as a fan. Because there was a period of time when I could kind of care less about the guy. Uh, but, uh, yeah, like his, his his work in WWE especially has been, I thought, really good. Like his it promos, they're like, he's older, he's more grizzled now, but he still has like a really cool, real. like his matches with Andrade were just spectacular. And there's mm-hmm. plenty of people in AEW, if used right, that, yeah. uh, that he could have some really fun matches with. But uh, time will tell. I don't know, man. I think it's going to be difficult. Uh, I think that if, if if WWE catches a whiff of uh, of of Ray going to AEW,
2: I don't know, man. I think they might give him that Ray's Mysterio. It may be. I mean, it depends how uh, 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 how tight Vince is getting with the financial aspect of things. Um, you know, it's 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 not as simple as AEW. They they have the means to sign a prominent talent and bring them in. Uh, they they're not beholden to any stockholders like Vince yeah. is. You know, there's a profit margin that he has to uh, uh, deliver on. So, you know, whether there's wiggle room there to sign someone like Rey Mysterio, who knows? But going back to Rey's uh, last run, WB, current run, like his promo work is probably the best of his career. Just off the charts, good. Uh, for a, a wrestler as established, as legendary as himself, his willingness to be creative, to continually adapt to what's going on in the current wrestling landscape uh mm-hmm. it's, you know, it just speaks volumes about him. Uh, Ray has been like super, super, super entertaining during this last WWE run. He's been absolutely great. So
1: uh, there's one additional uh, bit of context for the Rey Mysterio WWE stuff. Uh, WWE put an update out yesterday that says uh, WWE Digital has learned that Rey Mysterio's vision is improving slowly every day and that his optic nerve is intact, completely secured and back in its socket. A timeline for Mysterio's return to the ring is unknown at this time. Voices of Wrestling's Twitter account then retweeted that with the comment, We're rooting for you, Ray. Please pull through and make sure to listen to the local medical facility professionals. Uh, Dave Meltzer says, uh, in response to that, That's Carney for, we're making progress in getting him to sign. Never before has a man's eyesight been at stake in a decision over whether or not to leave a promotion. Um, Somebody named uh, Goggles uh ehan and 73 on twitter says maybe his vision is code for reviewing the contract and the more he sees the more he likes at which point dave Meltzer says it depends on their ability to convince him they're broke and can't afford raises and if he reads the latest analyst article about how the pandemic has ended up saving them money and profits are higher than ever if there is no pandemic so uh I don't know. I wonder if the update with Rey Mysterio is some sort of sign that negotiations are going well. Oh,
2: entirely possible. We've, we've heard that he's made at least one trip to uh, to Stanford to talk directly to Vince about mm-hmm. contract yeah. stuff, so it's entirely possible. I mean, I, I, w- I would give WB the advantage in any sort of uh, in terms of, of bringing him back as opposed to him going elsewhere. Uh, because it's the largest platform, probably the, the most amount of money he could be offered. Plus, if they're saying, heck, heck, you know, uh, uh, we can give, uh, Dominic a prominent spot, which was evident this, this past Monday on raw, uh, then, uh, that's probably worth, uh, you know, just as much, if not more, I would think to Ray than a substantial raise an opportunity for his kid, you know?
1: Yeah. I don't know. It is kind of, I am kind of curious to know what the varying priorities and weighing factors are Push for Mm -hmm. my kid money. I don't know. Uh, Some combination he's not, thereof, yeah. Yeah, yeah. He's not the only free agent on the market, though. Larson no. Cody also commented on potentially signing other free agents. Uh, Matt Cardona, a.k.a. Zach Ryder. I'm sorry, I should say FKA Zach Ryder. And uh, Miro, FKA Rusev. He said this. Uh, Cody said this, rather. I think there are two free agents that are on a lot of people's radar, that being Miro, formerly Rusev, and Mark, Matt Cardona, who is Zach Ryder. Obviously, those free agents should be on any radar. They have literally drawn money. They have TV experience. They have high-profile experience. They have locker room experience. The pros heavily outweigh the cons. Those are two great free agents. I'm not going to go as far as to say that if I had to sign anybody, those would be the two that I would sign, but I think they're great free agents. I think if they have the passion for pro wrestling, they're going to continue to succeed. Uh, Um,
2: Shortly after that, that, he also talks about how uh, given the 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 shape of the roster now and how some people still haven't been established, like uh, the feasibility of bringing in high-profile free agents, whether that's you know the right thing for AEW to do, just more of a discussion as opposed to a clear-cut answer. But some additional context.
1: Yeah, for sure. I mean, that is an issue. They they mm-hmm. they have a stacked roster. They they have you know they have a lot of people on their roster. They're building even more people. If you look at Dark. Um, I was talking about this yesterday on the Impact stream. If you look at Dark, there was, like, 11 matches, I think, maybe, mm-hmm. 12? Mm-hmm. And uh, in most, the vast majority of them were, like, a name wrestler versus one of the developmental guys, mm-hmm. like a Willie Hobbs or whatever. Mm-hmm. Um, so, uh, so, you know, they're building up. They're trying to build people, and they already have really, really crowded scenes. I mean, they've got... Uh, The title, the world title scene, obviously they've got the uh, uh, Cody's title scene and then now they could potentially make a scene out of the FTW title Mm -hmm. Um, and you know, they they could have 10 deep for each of those titles, Mm -hmm. you know, realistically. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. So, uh, so yeah, it'll be interesting. They're great names. Um, uh, We'll
2: see. We'll see where they land. Yeah, totally. I mean, uh, neither of them popped up on uh, on impact during uh, Slammiversary, which is kind of seemingly impacts you know, unveiling of their, their roster additions. There might say, be. Yeah. was with, with Zach say, Ryder. Couldn't add more talent, but
1: with, with Matt Cardona, that's it. That wouldn't lead me to believe that he is simply waiting out his opportunities. I mean, Miro had that unfortunate bout with COVID that he's probably still dealing with that might have gotten in
2: the way totally,
1: totally of some impact plans. So that might still be a thing with him. We'll see.
2: And, of course, Matt Cardona and Cody are, are pretty close. They're good friends. So mm-hmm. um, Cody's spoken about that in the past and, and how he doesn't want that to be kind of be the sole determining factor about whether he signs them or not. Um, but it's you got to yeah. think AEW is the frontrunner in terms of bringing them in.
1: It's a tricky situation. I mean, you know, you don't want to be known as, as the company that's just bringing in anybody from WWE who mm-hmm. happens to be released. Yeah. Um, You don't want to be that company. You know, I think you don't want to get that knock. You know, TNA, oh, what's so-and-so doing in the impact zone? That became a a joke for a very good reason. Mm -hmm. Uh, There's one other free agent, of course, on the market. Speaking of impact, former impact world champion Tessa Blanchard. Cody said this about her. I don't know a lot about the current situation with her and impact. Tully, her father, is in AEW. That's more Kenny Omega Brandy Rhodes and Tony Khan carving out the growing and evolving women's division. They'd have more of a beat on that. She was part of all in for us. And anyone who was part of all in has a place in my heart on a personal level. I always want all the second and third generation wrestlers to have the best experience. She has a lot, a lot of talent. I'm sure it's something Kenny Brandy, and Tony have discussed. Um, so yeah. Uh, up in the air with Tessa. like up yeah. in the air there, man. I have no yeah. idea. Yeah. Also up in the air, Larson, uh, a home for SummerSlam. Yes. Uh, Yes. On yesterday's news brief, we talked about how WWE's quest to do something different with this year's SummerSlam, maybe have it on a beach or on a boat or on a boat and a beach. WrestleVotes has provided some additional details. uh, Tweeting yesterday, the lengths WWE are going to find a location for SummerSlam are both astonishing and outlandish. (laughs) Are those two words... Fairly synonymous, Larson.
2: I feel like they uh, kind of are astonishing. I guess you're astonished. You're like, wow, that's surprising to an extreme level, but outlandish is like, it's off, it's off the charts. It's overboard. <laughs> so he's talking boat. It's got to be boat. Barge in international <laughs> waters. Okay,
1: and yeah, what? and so to further bolster the idea that it could be on a boat, Larson, uh, today votes even offered up even more details, some would say actual details, uh stating this. WWE has looked into hosting SummerSlam within the Northeast at an outdoor location with limited fans, and as of now have found no interested states in allowing that to happen. So Larson. Boat, barge international waters. Listen, hold on a second. I've got my COVID-19 tracker right in front of me. I've got the map. All right. All I've got right. the map where these hotspots well, are. it can't are. just be
2: a tracker situation because you got you got to match up the tracker with uh, whatever regulations or, or social distancing measures those states have implemented. Regulation and, and smegulation, Larson, as far as I'm hey, concerned. Man, the Boston mayor said no events uh, before Labor Day. Uh, they seem to be holding that because summer just got canceled listen, all right listen so don't on. say don't, don't just say, brush those aside
1: do you have the COVID tracker in front of you no
2: i'm the no, COVID tracker i'm Fine, the official COVID tracker all right saying you listen. gotta match that up with reg- with regulations and how and how they're being enforced regulations
1: Otherwise, are nothing just listen you keep on interrupting me regulations are nothing but red tape that can be cut through with money and politicking listen all the entirety of Wyoming, virtually untouched by COVID. Large swaths of Nevada, virtually untouched by COVID.
2: Let me ask you this, though. Let me interrupt for a second. What do you think SummerSlam? Do you think uh, 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 Wyoming? The arid desert of Nevada. Yeah, do you think uh, uh, Winnemucca, Nevada, as your home for SummerSlam? <laughs> oh,
1: uh, man.
2: I will you know? if they put it there. I'll think Are whatever they want me to Cheyenne, think? Wyoming, as your home for SummerSlam. Yeah, like you definitely. know what? Neither of those, neither of those states have uh, uh, oceanfront property, <laughs> beaches, <laughs> much less uh, docks to, to launch bars to sail for international waters. That's You're really being... they're gonna have a show with fans, they got to get what is it like fifteen miles off, uh, fifty miles. I don't, I don't remember what what in terms of like international what your, waters to reach international waters from uh, the country's borders. That's what they got to do. International waters, then they can pretty much do whatever they want.
1: All right, man, I'll tell you what. You know what, Larson, you're turning SummerSlam into a bummer slam. How about we just move on and talk about Impact? Larson, take a spell, Sit a spell. Did this and, show happen uh, in
2: somebody's backyard? Because I saw a still, and it looked like it was in somebody's backyard.
1: I'm going to make this quick because we're already at 14 minutes here on News Brief. I don't want to turn this into a news beef. Uh, so they introduced a thing. So the first match of the night was Ed Edwards beating Ricka Trey. That's Trey. Uh, because the dude actually looks and
2: wrestles a lot like Ricochet. You didn't uh, ask my question. This is somebody's backyard.
1: I was getting to the backyard stuff, oh, sorry, man. Relax. Sorry, sorry. It's so really the only question I want answered. Yeah, there's a backyard involved. Uh, so Ed Edwards, of course, uh, beat Ricochet. And, uh, and then uh, Eric Young, with his angry nipples, came to the stage to threaten Eric Young. I'm sorry, Ed Edwards. Uh, you know, with yeah. violence. Yeah, uh-huh. Yeah. <laughs> After that we had the debut of Wrestle House. Now, this is what you're talking about. Wrestle House is uh, you remember Friendo House? Uh huh. Yeah, it's Friendo House, but for wrestling. Remember Real World? Yeah, of course. It's I do. it's Real World, but it's wrestling. It's Tommy Dreamer's investment property uh that he's allowing fifteen or so of the impact wrestlers who aren't around doing anything in the impact zone. Uh they're doing like a reality show type thing. Uh and uh basically uh, they they settle their in house uh, arguments and disputes via a backyard ring. Uh, it was it was cute. It was charming. Parts of it were funny. Uh, for example, Johnny Swinger insisting that Crazy Steve is his young boy, um, just because the term young boy never makes me it, it makes me laugh. Uh, there were two matches in the Wrestle House backyard ring. One between uh, the deaners. Uh, over who gets the bed of their room and there was another match uh between oh uh what's his name ac uh uh the dude the big fella ac romero yeah ac romero and oh crazy steve i think uh to determine who gets to sleep in the wrestle house ring in the backyard Oh wow! Uh, AC Romero won that match, and then the bigger Deener won their match. I, f- I forget which one. So is since which.
2: AC won, does that mean he gets to sleep in the ring, or he gets to sleep in the house?
1: He gets to sleep in the ring because they both tried to get they both tried to bunk up in the ring, and they're like, "Hey, I want to sleep here." And Crazy Steve's like, "There's enough room for both of us." Yeah, there's a- enough room for both. And AC was like, "No, it's my ring." So I mean, they had a smaller match. ring.
2: It was like a twelve by twelve ring. That's still plenty of room for two people.
1: Yeah, no, it's in like it's like an eighteen foot ring, I think. All right. WWE's Definitely. is twenty, I think, right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. So, anyways, uh, Wrestle House. It was too long. It was way too long. A lot of the humor was cringy, but it was cute. It was charming. They look like they're having fun, so it was all right. Uh, yeah. EC3 talked about. The, he had like a video promo, and he talked about controlling his narrative means erasing his past. Now, I don't think that means he's a time traveling wrestler. I think he's going to go back and like wrestle whoever was there when he was there. And the first person he's targeting is Moose, the current TN, the unofficial TNA world champion, who, I'll be honest with you, looks, acts, and is treated more like their actual world champion than Ed Edwards is. Um, Ed Edwards, he's got the vibe of just sort of like sl- sort of sloven hot topic worker. Mm. He's a decent enough, like he's a good wrestler. He'd be like a mid-card, lower mid-card WWE wrestler. I don't. I, I sort of was. I was. I was like, oh, cool. He's been an impact forever. It's cool that he has their championship. But now that I see more of him, I'm like, he's kind of underwhelming.
2: I mean, it could be a situation. He's a solid, reliable guy. That's got to be it. They can put the belt on to kind of help them get through this period.
1: Yeah, uh, an actual uh, inspired choice for their uh, knockouts championship. Deanna Prazzo put on a pretty good match with Kimberly. Uh, where she, uh, of course, worked on her arm the entire match. Perazzo made Kimberly tap out to the Fujiwara armbar. Jordan Grace hits the ring. Deanna runs off, so they're going to get back into it. But Jordan Grace was nursing the injured arm from Slammiversary. Mm. Uh, Backstage, Sammy Callahan ran into uh, Katie Forbes, who is, of course, RVD's pornographic girlfriend. She accuses him of being just a fan who's backstage and he shouldn't be. RVD intervenes. Tells uh, Sammy Callahan, hey, look, you can look, but if you want more, you have to go to her website, which is just her OnlyFans site. She was out next to reveal her revealing pictures that you can only see at her website. Uh, But Sammy Callahan, the hacker, had gotten in her video presentation. Wow, this is
2: inspired creative right here.
1: And altered the pictures to put his Photoshopped head on them. And he would say like rude things like, look at my website. I'm gross. Stuff like that. It was really bad, kind of entertaining. Uh, after that, we had Rich Swan with a really sleepy interview. Uh, he's going to do another interview, I guess, next week. Or no, he's going to do a promo next week, explaining like how cleared he is or something. I don't know. Hmm. Anyways, the main event saw the Good Brothers, Gallows, and Anderson. Uh, Anderson wearing, by the way, camo jorts uh, and, a, and, a, and a cut-off sleeveless shirt uh, to the ring and, and wrestled in that. Uh, they just look like they're more concerned about: Are they going to have proper streaming capability for this weekend's Talking Shop Mania,
2: mm-hmm.
1: which they advertise? Also, this is a fun enough match, though. Good Brothers uh, beat Reno Scum with a Magic Killer. Yep. After that, Ace Austin and NWO Cal Jack Madman Fulton came to the ring they ended up brawling to the back and then to the parking lot and then they ended impact with one of the guys getting kicked into the guy holding whatever iPhone they were using to film this and then that went out it like glitched
2: out Uh, and that was how they end the show
1: yeah yeah impact is fun look these impact streams that I've been doing every Tuesday night wildly popular 400 we almost had 400 strong last night where you get to watch actual impact on the screen while I'm there reacting to it. It's a lot of fun. So if no, if for no other reason, like, Impact is fun to watch when you're watching it with other people. There's some actual good stuff. There's some stuff that's just sort of fun to make fun of. Um, the, the Rascals did another one of their That 70s Show, like, stoner basement things skits. But this time they brought in, like, suicide for it, and that was kind of funny because, like, he was trying to eat through the mask, yeah. and he was high while he was doing it. That's funny. It's, yeah, it's fun stuff. It's fun stuff. It's a good place for people to go and ply their trade, man. So That's fun. That's yeah. fun. Good job, Impact.
2: Uh, speaking of places, the uh, wrestlers can ply their trade. We got AEW and NXT tonight first in the AEW preview. doesn't look like we'll be doing a watch-along with Dynamite tonight. Uh, yeah, we're
1: going to take it. We're just going to enjoy it sort of without having to be on camera tonight. But maybe next week we'll come back with something.
2: Yeah, it'll be a week-by-week thing. Yeah sure uh, Of course Advertised in advance Cody versus Warhorse For the TNT Championship That should be really good The story of this Isn't so much Can Warhorse win Is can Warhorse Last five minutes but Cody Guessing the answer Is going to be a yes On that mm-hmm. um, Next Inner Circle Versus Best Friends In Jurassic Express Five on five Tag team action uh, We get uh, A tag title match Kenny Hangman Page Taking on uh, Evil Uno Stu Grayson The Dark Order and then I would guess this would be the main event. Mox and Darby Allin teaming up to take on uh, who can stop the path, Path the Cage, and Ricky Starks.
1: I hope Taz throws in the towel on this one, too. That's got to be his new gimmick. Over on NXT, we've got, uh, this should be terrific, North American title opportunity, triple threat match, Finn Balor, Dexter Loomis, and Thatcher Thatch Can battling it out in a triple threat match. That should be a lot of fun. Keith Lee responds to Karrion Cross's heinous actions on Dominic Dijakovic. Uh, that's going to happen. Johnny Gargano, Roderick Strong take their issue to the ring. That's, that's going to be a banger. Uh, Shotzi Blackheart uh, battles Mercedes Marti- Martinez now of the Robert Stone brand. That should be some fun stuff. Uh, the tag team champs, Imperium, they return to action tonight. Awesome. Against who? who knows. And then uh, Isaiah Swerve Scott and Jake Atlas collide in a pivotal cruiserweight matchup. Something tells me. This is going to determine who's going to be up next for Santos Escobar's cruiserweight championship. I
2: think you're onto something.
1: I should rather say this will determine who's going to lose to Santos Escobar for that cruiserweight championship. I think you're onto something. Regardless, should be a good match. Uh, We will be doing our AEW review live on Twitch tonight. We're not going to be doing a watch along with the show, but after the show goes off the air, we're going to be doing our review live. So hopefully you guys will join us for that. Yep. Live at twitch.tv forward slash Steven Larson. Thanks everybody for tuning in. We appreciate it until next time. We'll talk to you later. Goodbye.